There is just such great confusion, even uncertainty today about what is and is not authentic health care as political ideology erodes and manipulates scientists for its life denying agenda in particular as it rates to the ideology of gender and it's a devastating impact on children. Well, joining me today to discuss the harming effects of gender transition therapies are having on children is Chris Faddis. He is the president of Solidarity HealthShare, a health sharing ministry guided by the moral teachings of the Catholic Church. He joins us every month to talk about these very important issues that affect all of us. Good morning, Chris. Thanks so much for joining us today. Thanks for having me, Brenda. It's great to be on once again. I feel like my social media feeds pull these things up often because you look at one thing and it, it keeps bringing you more. And the arguments on both sides of this gender affirming health care, it, it's just so confusing as to what they're all talking about. I can imagine that for our children even more so. Isn't there a need for clarity on grave moral, psychological and medical matters that are affecting the lives of children across the United States. They seem to be all over the place. Yeah, it, it really is, and, and it, especially in the, the context of kind of faith-based healthcare, right? We, we really need clarity because there's a lot of confusion, a lot of intentional confusion being sown um, that, is, that is, you know, making people uncomfortable and making people unsure. And, and the reality is this is a sensitive topic. We're, we're talking about children and, you know, the potential of them feeling unwanted, unwelcome, or perhaps like they are not in the body they should have been in, that they're, you know, all these feelings and emotions that, that really get to the core of what is a mental health crisis, right? And, uh, and yet on the other side of this, we're seeing this very um, aggressive political ideology that's starting to weigh in on medicine. And we're starting to see cases where children are being led to questions of gender even though maybe the mental health concern they had had nothing to do with gender. They, they were feeling alone or left out or, or abandoned or maybe some other feelings, and they're sort of led down this path of wouldn't you be health, health happier in another body? And so we've had this social contagion that's being created, um, and it's causing a lot more of this crisis to happen. And so it's really important, I think, for us to draw the line in the sand, to really look at the facts, to look at the truth, uh, and to be clear and consistent. And I think that's one thing that I'm very grateful. The Catholic Medical Association um, just recently released a paper uh, called The Ideology of Gender Harms Children. And it goes through and talks about the, the treatments and the protocols that are being recommended and how they're harmful and what the appropriate and, and uh, proper response based on science is to these situations. And I think it's a very important landmark paper that they've written to help address this issue. Chris, I think when it comes to science, that the science community is quick to pat themselves on the back, to look at the advances they've come from, to throw lots of new drugs at us, and then they look at the consequences after, which it seems like in European countries, they were pretty routinely prescribing hormone-suppressing drugs, and now they start to walk that back. Can you explain what's going on there? Yeah, I mean, what's happening is, is they've started to see the effects, right? And, and this is one of the concerns I think many of us here in the U.S. have is we've seen, we've watched what's going on in Europe, and we've seen that start to walk it back. And yet we're just now bringing this online in mass uh, in our country, even though we have the evidence. Um, and, and what's happening is you're seeing many nations, especially, you know, I think most notably was Great Britain, who had 
publicly funded clinic for gender therapy um, that they actually shut down because they were so concerned about the results. They were not only concerned about the results, but also concerned that the proper medical protocol was not being followed and that children were being led into these procedures, into these puberty blocking therapies, um, even when maybe their mental health concern had nothing to do with gender. And it was leading to many issues. And now studies have come out to say that uh, more than two thirds of those children had, have worsening mental health symptoms since going through these different uh, uh, puberty blocker therapies and the therapies that they were offering. And so you're seeing that all across Europe that that many countries are starting to stop this with children, especially, and starting to walk it back and say, wait a minute, we know we know what we didn't know, and now which big question whether or not they didn't know, but but <laughs> they know what they didn't know, and they're walking it back and here we are starting to promote this even more. So it's something we should definitely take caution. I think we as adults, as parents, as Catholics, as, as people that, that seek um, to defend life at all stages, we need to see this as, as core to something that we need to really stand up for and against and make sure that these children are protected. One of the great things, Brenda, that the Catholic Medical Association points out in their paper is that there is great evidence to show that proper mental health counseling and support and acknowledgement of the child's need and working through with the child, that 80 to 90% of these children will reconcile with their natural born sex and, and will, without, any, without any other intervention, right? And so having just good, solid care that's based on the dignity of the human person that respects these children it seems from this paper and from the evidence that's being shown, reported by the American um, Pediatric Association and several others that they cited, uh, that this this is good evidence that this will solve the crisis for the child. Um, and then on top of that, we need to guard against any ideological physicians, mental health counselors, whatever it is, that are pushing children towards these diagnoses um, and pushing them down this. And I think that's an important line we have to draw. Somebody really has gender dysphoria versus somebody who has a mental health crisis and we're steering them down this path. Um, these are things that we need to draw the line in and we need to demand, demand that our states protect our children, that our hospitals do, uh, and the medical associations and, and, and forward. Well, as I said in the introduction, this life-denying agenda that we are up against when we know our Catholic faith, we are life-affirming. And Solidarity HealthShare, you just work with so many different people to ensure that our Catholic faith is respected and followed with regards to the health care that people receive and that you are willing to co-share in that process. Tell our listeners a little bit about how Solidarity not like other agendas, life-denying, but is life-affirming. Yeah, I mean, you know, again, in, in particular to this situation, obviously supporting good, solid uh, mental health from, from professionals who actually see the dignity of the human person. It's one thing we strongly recommend is that you find for your child a Catholic or at least a Christian counselor um, who has the same worldview and has the same understanding of the anthropology of man uh, and, and won't lead them astray, right? That's an important part. And that's something we help our members with is finding those kind of providers. And then also, you know, again, making sure that as we see things come down the pike and we see what your children are being offered, we, we're there to help kind of intervene and, and say, hey, wait a minute, this isn't something we can support. You might want to look at this. Um, you know, there's lots, this is a, this is a, a process that involves many people, right? You know, so we, we have to help our members. They have to be involved as well. 
Um, and then also finding good medical providers, not just mental health counselors, but good medical providers. Um, you have a great clinic there in Portland, the Holy Family Clinic. Uh, absolutely. Going to places where, where you can have good, solid medical guidance from good physicians who are, who are wonderful, excellent physicians, but also have the best interest of your child in mind in light of what we believe about the human, the dignity of the human person, so that they're not leading. We're seeing this in pediatric offices, Brenda, where children are being asked questions or separated from their parents to get them down this gender track. Um, and we want to stop that. We want to find the providers who are not going to do that, who are going to respect the parents' role in their children's health care, and who are going to guide them appropriately. Um, and you have a great, you have a great team there at, at the clinic there in, in, um, in Portland, um, who I would trust my own children with and my own family with, for sure. Well, we are so blessed in this area for as difficult as it may be to live in the Portland area to have these beacons of like like Holy Family Catholic Clinic. Uh, it, it's just really what we need so much in this area. And Solidarity Health Share willing to stand with us and work together. So thank you, Chris Faddis, so much for all of that. Uh, and uh, where can listeners find more information about Solidarity? Yeah, visit us at SolidarityHealthShare.org, SolidarityHealthShare.org, or call us at 844-313-4999. We have a great team there waiting to answer your call. Fantastic. Thank you, Chris, so much for your time today. God bless you, Brenda. God bless you, too. And again, that is Chris Fattis, Solidarity Health Share. I will include information where you could get right to Solidarity. You'll find the link on the podcast of this interview, materdayradio.com and the Hail Mary Media app.